requires me to do some things. Uh huh. Just like when I got married to my wife, and I think the first lady said it this morning, amen, it required me to have a commitment to her and her team. And within that commitment, there are some drawn out parameters, amen, there are some hindrances in that relationship. In other words, because I'm in, in relationship with her, I cannot be in relationship with another one. Mm-hmm. If I'm in relation with Jesus Christ, I can have no other eye. All right, mm-hmm. all right. Because I am in relation with my wife, amen, hallelujah, it's an intimate relationship. We share everything. We talk about everything, amen. We encourage each other, amen. But because of that relationship with her, amen, God is saying through that relationship, I want to show you, amen, that, that relationship will show you how you're supposed to be with me. Amen. And so on this side, since tomorrow's our promise, on this side, I'm going to give my life to Jesus Christ. Amen. On this side, amen, I'm going to build that relationship. I'm going to encourage that relationship. Why? Because I'm trying to get to eternity. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do? Well, I'm not going to just go to church and check a block. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm not just going to join a committee in the church just to Check a block. Those things may come. But what I am going to do, amen, is to, is to secure the relationship, amen, through intimacy. How are you going to do that? First of all, I'm going to start reading this word mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Yes. Not just for Sunday school. You know? mm-hmm. Not just to preach. But on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I love the first lady, amen. She, she, she shares how she has her prayer journal. And, and daily, some of the things that she does and go through that, and she keeps it day to day. And because of you last year, I started one of those. I never really done it, you know. But because of that, I got one of those. And it just so happens, well, Christmas last year, one of my kids got me a journal. I said, it's a leather one. I said, so that's what I use. You know, but that's because I was encouraged by you. And it says, help me. Why? Because I'm trying to build my relationship with the Lord. I'm in the stage you're pointing me. I'm trying to make sure that I'm doing the things God has called me to do. So when it's time to cross over to eternity, amen, I can hear you say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Amen. What about you, my brothers and sisters? Are you planning for eternity? Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of examples, amen, in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Of people that did not plan for eternity, they, they were planning for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Luke 15, man, tells us, amen, of a young man, hallelujah, says that he took all of his, his goods, his fortune, amen, and he went to a far city, hallelujah. And Lord, as long as he had his wealth and his health, amen, his so-called friends were there hanging out with him. Mm-hmm. See, he was only living for tomorrow. Right. I believe you used the word, was it Devon? Man. He was living a debauchery type of life. I used to live that kind of life in a lot of sense. Thank the Lord it's not me anymore. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's the song that says, that's who I used to be. That's why, that's why I love that song, New Day, because I feel like it's talking about me. Because I can identify with what the singer is saying. But this young man, amen, he, 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 he was living for tomorrow. Amen. He, he was partying and hanging out and doing all the debauchery that he could do with all the wealth that he had. But because he wasn't planning for eternity, eventually tomorrow ran out. He ended up in a place that the Hebrews would call an abomination. He was in a pit. 
pigsty. He was eating what the pigs eat. His so-called friends were all gone. But he is a good example of a love of Jesus Christ. He's a good example of a love of a father. Because even in the midst of all his debauchery, in the midst of all his not really planning for eternity, it says, a man, that he finally came to his senses. Yes. Have you come to your senses? Come on now. He finally came to his senses. And the Bible says, he says, why am I in this state that I'm in? When in my father's house, come on somebody, I can mm -hmm. picture my father's house mm -hmm. all day. Right? Mm -hmm. He said, but in my father's house, even his servants yes. Yes. eat better than I do. Mm -hmm. So he got himself up mm -hmm. and he went back home. Went home. Yes. Uh -huh. And the love of the Father, even though he was a far off, uh -huh. amen, we understand according to the scripture that the Father was constantly looking for him. Yes. Don't you understand that no matter where you are, Jesus is still looking for you. Yes. Don't you understand, amen, that no matter what you said or what you did yes. or how you've been living, yes. Jesus is still looking for you. He's standing at the end of eternity and he's looking for the young We know the end of the story. Before he makes it home, his daddy sees him afar off. Mm -hmm. And his daddy runs to him. Run. Yes. Don't you know the Bible says that the Lord is pursuing you? Come on now. Yes. He receives the son back. Fully restored yes. to the family. That son wasn't planning for eternity. But the love of the Father received him back in. It's another story in the Bible, amen. Talks about this king, King Belshazzar. Amen. This king of Babylon had it all planned out. And he was eating, drinking, and being merry. He got so good to him, he said, Bring me the holy vessels from that temple. So bring them on in here. Well, we're going to have a good time tonight. I used to have them kind of thoughts, not about mocking God like that, but man, we're going to have a good time tonight. Yeah. Not thinking about eternity. In this case, it says, amen, that while he was partying and abusing, dishonoring the holy vessel from the temple, God says he defiled them. Amen. He presumed on the future. He thought tomorrow would come. But then he saw the handwriting on the wall. Mm. That night his life was taken from him. And he went into eternity. Even a king can outrun eternity. That's right. A king, a young man, the rich landowner, they all presumed because of their position. And their wealth was all going to be all right. I wouldn't presume on tomorrow. The song says, I've come too far to turn back now. The song that we were listening to is by the Wyans, made many years ago. You listen to the words they made, it was talking about how people says, 
I'll get with the Lord tomorrow. I'll pray tomorrow. I'll serve tomorrow. I'll give tomorrow. The song goes on to say, I only played a small portion of it. The song goes on to say, but tomorrow may not come. Maybe too late. Maybe too late. Death shows no partiality. It doesn't care whether you're a king or a beggar. It doesn't matter whether you stand high on the social ladder and have lots of friends and money, amen. And, and it, it doesn't give you have no money or friends at all. When death comes, we all will go. We all are going to have to step into eternity. The rich man presumed he had a long life ahead of him, but God, but God called him a fool. Amen. It wasn't because of his wealth. Well, because of the goods he laid up. See, some folks, they read that and they said, oh, it's because he was rich. No, well, because he was rich. It wasn't because he tore down his barns and he, and he built bigger barns and put more stuff in there. That wasn't an issue. Because I always remind people, you, you know God don't have a problem with you being filthy rich. Amen. And I like to use that term. That's how we, when I was young, we used to say filthy rich. You know? God don't have a problem with that. Because remember, according to Scripture, the richest man in the world will ever know isn't Bill Gates? Right. Isn't one of the Shahs in Saudi Arabia? Mm -hmm. According to you, if you read scripture in King James, it says that Simon was the richest man, was, was the richest man the world will ever know. So whatever amount he got, he had. Ain't nobody close to what he had. Mm -hmm. So God don't have a problem with blessing us with riches. Amen. The issue that this rich man had and all that these folks I'm describing you had, amen, wasn't what they had. It was that they were planning a future outside of God. Mm -hmm. They took no account into, amen, what does God want me to do? Amen. Let, let me read it to you again. Hallelujah. Back in James 4, it says, hallelujah, that the plans for tomorrow are okay. As long as you say, if God will. If God will. Mm -hmm. If God wills. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Instead, you ought to say, verse 15, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. Many times uh, when I relieve my counterpart at work, when I go in and she gets off, she says to me, she says, Miss Cooper, she says, see you tomorrow, uh, Mr. Miller. I say, if the Lord wills. I, that's what I actually say that. I don't presume anymore. I don't presume anymore. Seeing too much things happen instantly. When we was in the desert, amen, I was ducking bullets. Ooh-wee! I wish I had known the Lord then. I didn't know him then. And I was ducking them bullets. But at any time, my eternity could have showed up. But praise be to God. <laughs> you know what's so great about today? Today is the day of salvation. Amen. Today is the day of healing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Today is yes. the day of restoration. Yes. Today yes. is the day of deliverance. Yes. Yes. You know, today yes. is the day I can get it right. Yes. Amen. Today is the day I can work out my own salvation through fear and trembling. Today is the day. So if I get today right, my eternity is taken care of. Right. I ain't got to worry about tomorrow because right. eternity is taken care of. Amen. Because today is the day I say yes to the will of God. They didn't plan for tomorrow in eternity. The Lord told him this night, thy soul shall be required of thee. 
We plan for the future by saving money and buying stocks, IRAs, and all those things. We, we plan by making sure that we have enough insurance for our families, amen, that they'll be taken care of. But, in, but many fail to plan for life after death. Many don't plan for eternity. What about you? You plan for eternity? What about you? You know, my wife says to me a lot of times when we, we've, we've done all this, I'm talking about we, we've got to play, we've got burial stuff taken care of, got, got all those things planned out, so on and so forth. But every once in a while, she said, babe, so we got this right here, we got this right here. Every once in a while, we need to check our relationship with the Lord. Yes. We need not assume that everything's all right. Mm. Because I don't know about you, but because I fail every day, I'm kind of concerned about that. Mm. So I've got to a place now, amen, that I presume less and less, and I say, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus, a little more, a little more. Yes. The rich man in Luke 16 planned for everything in this life, but didn't plan for eternity. The Bible says he, in hell, he lifted up his eyes. Amen. In all of his torments, he planned for tomorrow, but he did not plan for eternity. To the point, <laughs> the rich man, I, I didn't put this in my notes, but I'm just going to mention it. To the point, amen, that he says, hey, Abraham, can, can you tell my brothers about this? And he said, no, there's a big bird between here and there. Can't do it. They got to work out their own soul salvation through fear and trembling. They got to get their own plan, which is only one, for mm. eternity. Acts 5 tells us of a, of a couple who had their future planned out. They thought they had many years ahead of them. They failed to plan for eternity. What Ananias and Sapphira did wrong was lie to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. See, they, they, you know they had a plan for tomorrow because they kept back some of the money. Mm -hmm. So they, they had planned. Oh, mm -hmm. this is what we're going to do. Instead, we're not going to give 100. Mm -hmm. I, we're going to give them 25. We're going to keep 75. Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to buy the new dress and then we're going to go do this. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's not the plan that we made. But we know the end of that story. The husband comes in and lies to the Holy Spirit and drops dead in the presence of Peter. A little while later, the wife comes in and tells the same lie. She drops dead in the presence of Peter. The Bible says that the same man that took her husband out was taking her out. Why? Because they planned for tomorrow. They didn't plan for eternity. We have got to get to that place in our relationship. Amen. That we understand, hallelujah, that tomorrow is not promised. It's hard for us sometimes, I know, to, 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 to acknowledge that. Because we have gotten up, me, for 63 years. I've gotten up through accidents, car accidents. I've gotten up through ducking bullets. I've gotten up through doing drugs. I've gotten up, amen, through drinking. I, 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 I. Tomorrow always came. 
And so, you know, ourselves, our amen, I just talk about me, amen, but, but I, my, myself, I said, well, you know, it ain't even like you, you, you go through those things and say, well, tomorrow, uh, I made it through the day until tomorrow. You don't even think like that. You just assume, you presume tomorrow's going to be there. That you're going to be there in tomorrow and do whatever it is you plan on doing. loving kindness. The Bible says, amen, that hell is expanding daily. But in the midst of all of that debauchery in the world, in the midst of hell expanding because of all the souls that are deciding, amen, to plan on tomorrow rather than eternity, amen, in the midst of all of that, the Lord is standing on the, the Lord is standing, amen, on the rooftops of heaven. He's looking out over the entire world and he's looking for one more son, one more daughter, amen, to say yes to the will of God. He doesn't care if I come in a nice outfit or come in rags. He doesn't care if I smell real nice or smell real nice. It does not make a difference. The only difference is, amen, am I willing, notice I didn't say able, am I willing to live today Guided by the word of God. Led by the Holy Spirit. In order that I might step into eternity and hear the Lord say, well done, my good and faithful servant. I need to correct something, I think. I didn't say this, but I, I, I want to kill this thought. All of us are going into eternity. Mm -hmm. Everybody sitting here on the side of the all of us are going to eternity. The only question is where you're going to spend your time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I used to say it like this. I've said it like this many years. I said, everyone, oh, man, I'm going to live forever. Woo, we ain't got to worry about it. Everybody going to live forever. Everybody going to live forever. Just sit in the Bible. Everybody going to live forever. The only question is where you're going to spend your forever. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you. I like summertime, but I don't like it hot, hot. So since I don't like it hot, hot, Hell is not necessarily in my plans. That's right. That's right. It's not in my plans. And that's the least of my concern, the heat. Yes. If you read the scriptures, well, there's not more than heat that's going to be going on. So it ain't in the plans. But I read about what's going on in heaven. Something mm -hmm. about being in the presence of God. Something about spending eternity. Saying hallelujah. Thank hallelujah. you, Jesus. And I thought about this. I just thought this out there. When you, you kind of mentioned that this morning, the first thing I said, I wonder what language we're going to be saying that again. Mm, amen. I mean, that's just me. I, I thought about that. I said, is it going to be a heavenly language if we all speak the same thing? Or, or will it be what we call Italian, French, English, so on and so forth, but to God it's just one language? I just had that crazy thought this morning. You know, what, what thought, what language we're going to speak? At the end of the day, I really don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. I just want to be there. I'm going to be in heaven, amen. I want to I, I walk on the streets of gold. 
Amen. I want to see the river of life flowing down the middle of it. Amen. I want to see my other brothers and sisters in Christ I haven't seen in a while. Amen. I want to meet some of the saints, amen, that I've read about. Amen. But most of all, praise God, I want to meet Jesus. I want to fall down before him and say, I wasn't worthy. I was a wretch undone. I don't know why you did it. I read your book and I love you. I still don't understand it. I cannot, I cannot grasp my mind around it. But thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm making plans thank you. for eternity. Uh-huh. Because I like this world. There's some things that I really enjoy. Woo, glory. <laughs> Don't have the words for it. Can't describe it. But there's just a feeling I got. Just a feeling inside I got. That tells me, man, you don't want to miss that. You want to be there. You don't want to miss it. So I'm planning for eternity. Yes. You planning for eternity? Yes. I'm not worried about tomorrow. Plan for eternity. Amen. So child of God, how we live does matter. Mm -hmm. At the center of our life and mission should be our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. The values that we hold, our personal relationship with God and the Lord Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Should guide us in how we live today. Amen. Simply put, God should be the cornerstone of our life, amen. which affects every decision, every path, everything that we do. Amen. Therefore, planning for the future as a Christian means that we are intentional. Underline intentionally thinking, planning life through the lens of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Except mm -hmm. was the shows we watch, the things we listen to, the, the, uh, the environments we involve ourselves in. All of these things should reflect our relationship with the Lord. So because of that, the Bible will guide us, it will lead us, it will show us the direction that we should go. It'll be our guidebook for eternity. It'll tell us that we need alone to honor God the Father in our time and our habits. It tells us, amen, because I'm planning for eternity, amen, that I want and I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to lead me and sometimes even hinder me. Mm -hmm. Planning for eternity, amen, means that this day I glorify the Lord. We've been talking about that all month. Glorify the Lord on this side. Last but not least, amen. It means, amen, that we strive to share the kingdom of God with whom so ever. Amen. Whom so ever. That's the plan for eternity. 
You got a plan for eternity. Why don't you just give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Hallelujah! You stand here, seated here today, Amen. If you're not sure about your plan, mm -hmm. if, if, if you're not sure, Amen, that your plan is going to not just get you to tomorrow, but get you to eternity. To that place where you hear the Lord say, well done, that good and faithful servant. And I say at this time, amen. This is the day of healing. This is the day of restoration. This is the day of salvation. Amen. Come to the Lord. Come to the Lord. Is there anyone today? Maybe you say, well, I'm saved. I'm sanctified with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Glad to hear. Anybody need encouragement? Father, we give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor, Father. Lord God, I thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to be your servant today. I pray, Father God, that I have spoken and expressed that to you place in my heart. That we don't plan for tomorrow, but we plan for eternity with you. So, Lord, as we prepare to leave this sanctuary and enter into fellowship with one another, we certainly do not want to exit fellowship with thee. Be with us, O Lord God, today, the next day, willing Lord, until we meet you that time in the air. Until then, we give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. In Jesus' name.